The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, July 11th. And this is the first day that Mark and I are recording since my Parisian adventure. Although we did text while we were, um, while I was away, but not about any work stuff, just because you were really mad because your flight to London in the future got canceled. And then I just sent you pictures from Normandy, right? A flight in August was canceled in late June. How about that? Oh, Gosh, I mean, I'm very grateful that nothing horrible happened. Everyone is safe and sound. Here's my big takeaway from the the beautiful, beautiful trip. And it was amazing and grateful for the ability to get away. And thank you, Mark, for taking care of everything while I was gone and making sure that we had all of our programs in the can and rocking and rolling. So a um, couple of things. Number one, the dollar, the U.S. dollar is so strong this was probably the best, uh, the most affordable trip I've had to Paris in 20 years. I mean, it was like noticeably different because, you know, it was funny, like all of a sudden at the end, we're checking out and I said, oh my God, the, the dollar is so strong that the conversion meant that it was almost like the euro and the dollar are almost at parity. It's almost one-to-one, you know, whereas, you know, whatever, 10 or 12 years ago, it was like, you get the number and then you're like, oh, it's one and a half. It was a meaningful difference. Uh, second thing, uh, I was the only person who wore a mask in the entire French experience, I think. I mean, I didn't wear it all the time, not outside, but inside and in museums, definitely. And um, and that's it. So I'm back. I've been back for a couple of days and uh, all's well. So how is your, did you get to go upstate, Mark, or not? Yeah, we went upstate. We were up in the, the Hudson Valley. It was quite, uh, it was quite enjoyable. Very nice. Yeah. Was Theo sick during the breakaway or not? Yeah, he's been sick since before you left for Paris, and he's still sick. (laughs) Unbelievable. It's completely incredible. All right, so you want to know about my great – this is a great story of why you should try to disconnect, which was good. So I'm on the train back from Normandy. Normandy was phenomenal, as you promised, Mark. And I get on the train because it's Europe. You have amazing Wi-Fi on the train. And I'm trying to get into my CBS email account and I can't get in. And I'm like, oh, this is so strange. So this is on July 1st. I, I keep trying. I, I can't get in. I can't. I figure I must have done something stupid because, you know, every time there's a technology issue, it's usually the user's error, right? This is why I'm crazy. So on Saturday, July 2nd, I called CBS tech support <laughs> and said, I can't get into my email. And they're like, oh, you, uh, we show you as terminated. 
terminated? <laughs> what do you mean terminated? I have another 18 months on my contract. Well, someone in HR terminated you. I was like, what? Okay. So as of, um, we are recording this. What's today? Today's Thursday. So we're recording this on Thursday. As of this morning, I'm. it is not still fixed, but you ready for the answer to this, Mark? You're going to love it. Ready? What's your guess of what happened? They had you in a system that's terminated. They probably terminated you and meant to terminate someone else. Who did they mean to terminate? Oh, Schlesinger. Uh, Schlesinger. Richard. Richard Schlesinger, yeah. Who did retire? So as I spent three hours on the phone yesterday with various people in tech support where I alternatively was dropping F-bombs and crying, I'm like, please, like, you don't understand. There's a jobs report coming out. I have to have this available to me. This is like, this is how people communicate to me. This is, and they're like, we don't know. And then finally a guy says, wait a minute, isn't there another Schlesinger in the organization? I'm like, Richard, and he retired. And they're like, oh, we disabled the wrong account. That's what happened. So I call up Richard, who I call Cuz. I say, Cuz, I got to tell you a story. He goes, no wonder. He goes, I've been getting email for the last five days. It's so annoying. (laughs) Anyway, uh, that's my tech support annoyance of the day. I really, I I really just should have disconnected and not even tried to. But uh, although I'm glad I did on one level because now I've dealt with it and it's pretty much fixed. Um, I rode a stationary bicycle in the French hotel one day for my ride. And by the way, uh, thank you to everyone who has been donating to the cycle for the cause, because it's been amazing. Uh, I have had great success. I keep moving the goalposts, which is something I tell you guys not to do, but it's, it's fun to do when, you know, you can say, oh, I just want to keep raising more money. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everyone. Listen to this, Mark. I got an anonymous donation. I'm not sure it's from here, from, from the show. I got one anonymous donation for you. Ready for this? A thousand dollars. That's a lot. I mean, I was shocked about that. Completely shocked. So I say that to you all and thank you, thank you, thank you. And you're all great. So now let's get down to business. We are here trying to answer financial questions. And uh, if you've got one, give us a holler. All you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. We'll get your note. And then Mark does everything else. He'll get you on the air. So first off today, July 11th, Bennett is on the line from Colorado. What's going on? How can we help you out? Well, I just wanted to, I'm 55 years old and we're kind of getting to the end of the line here. And I wanted to get another set of eyes on where we are financially and kind of get your thoughts and opinions on, you know, where, where you, we are. Where you be. So, what, what else? There's a we, so there's a spouse. There's a spouse. Yes. How spouse, spouse, two teenagers. My spouse is 55 as well. Okay. And how old are the kids? The kids are 22. One of them just started a full, full-time employment yesterday. Oddly enough. Yay. And then, uh, and then the other one is going to be a sophomore in college. Okay. Uh, how much do you guys earn together, you and Spousey? We, I'm, I'm in sales, commission-based sales. So it varies between, I'd say, 150 and 200 and 10,000. I think the next couple of years, it's going to be on the lower end of that. Okay. So I would say, you know, conservatively 150,000. My wife does 
She earns about five to six thousand. She does home. I was so sad because I thought you were about to say when you said five to six, I thought you were going to say five to six hundred thousand. I was getting I was getting a big like, (gasps) Okay, so she's (laughs) five to six thousand dollars as just part time something or other. Yes. Got it. Let's go and do some more details. So on your sales job, you put money into a 401k. Put money into a Roth 401k. Correct. How much Uh is in there right now? About 500000 Is there money also in a traditional? There is also in a traditional. Uh, there's another 255000 Okay. So 500 in a Roth, two fifty five in a traditional 401k. Other retirement assets that are outstanding. What's going on? I've, we've got some money in a Schwab account, mm-hmm. and 125000 of that is in a Roth, and then two hundred and Forty three thousand is in rollover IRAs. And we have a joint tenant account there that's one hundred and fifty five thousand. And is that that's money you guys manage your yourselves in index funds or what's in there generally? So it's the robo advisor funds. Ah, yeah. So good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's all robo, so that's easy. What else do you guys have that's outstanding in terms of assets in, in addition to what you've just recounted to us? So I have another account via my employer that's, they call it a cash balance plan. That's 53000 Is that a pension plan? It's kind of a pension. They It accrues a low interest level. And then it's mm-hmm. something that I can't touch until I leave my employer. And then I just will get that money. As a cash out or is it, in other words, is it treated as retirement money or non-retirement money? Do you know? I think it is treated as non-retirement okay. money. So, okay. What else? Any pension? Possibly. I do have a pension. There's a couple of other accounts. I have another 164000 We have another 164000 in a 401k rollover that's in a couple of Vanguard target. What do you mean a 401k retirement. rollover? Is that, uh, is that an IRA rollover that's rolled over at someplace else? That's a good question. I think it's just a... Just money that moved early in my career to a census uh, is the company that manages it. And I don't know. I don't think it's an IRA or a Roth. It's an old 401k. Sorry. What was the balance on that? 164,000. So that's it. And then we're going to talk some pension. You know, I'm excited about this. Yes. Yes. The pension. So I have I have a pension that has a company funded component and then a voluntary component to it. So in looking at that, if I if I use 75 percent rights of survivorship with that, the mm-hmm. pension will be four thousand a month. Holy smokes. And are you yeah. contributing? No, they froze that. I want to say uh-huh. three years ago. Okay. All right. Is there some formula or some point in time where you can take it? In other words, is it fifty-five plus years of service, or is it like you have to wait till you're sixty-five? What are the rules of the pension and how you can access it? It's sixty years. Sixty years old, you get that pension. So, is it your intention that you'll work five more years, or is it your intention like get me the hell out and I'll just wait till sixty to crank on it? Well, I guess that was part of what I'm trying to figure out. I, I wouldn't, I don't mind working five more years, but if I mm-hmm. have a forced exit or want to pivot to something else in the next couple of years, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if that's possible. You guys live in a home? We live at home. We live at home. You live in a dwelling. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> What's it worth? 
It's worth about a million dollars. Wow. Um, is there a mortgage outstanding on it? No, the house is paid off. Any second home? No. What about these kids? And um, the older one is done, so started a new job. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Sophomore in college, how are you paying for that? Uh, we have a 529C that we pay out of, and that I think there's enough in there for oh, great. his education. And the, the other part of the pension that I um, didn't mention, there's a voluntary component to that. So the, yep. the company part is 4000 a month, and the voluntary part is six another six hundred dollars a month, or I can take a lump sum of a, about one hundred and eighteen thousand. How much do you think you guys spend on a monthly basis? What's your guess? I would say nine thousand, roughly nine thousand dollars, and I don't know if that'll, you know, with our oldest son kind of moving on to his own thing, if that will go down or not. Not sure. Let's not let's not let's not hope for that. Let's just use okay. the nine. You know what I mean? Like it's easier. And then right. um, if you look, Bennett, at your social security uh, future full retirement age <laughs> benefit, what is that benefit? Do you know? Um, that is three thousand three hundred and eighty-eight dollars. You say you have looked at. I'm totally kidding. So that's <laughs> so you're saying to me that at your full retirement age, just so we're clear. Of the nine thousand you need, you got seven grand coming in between the pension and social security. That's fantastic. So that's great. So all I need to worry about is this period between now, or let's call it age sixty, right, and sixty-seven. At sixty, you get the forty-six hundred. So then I need some more money that comes out of one of these, some combination of these accounts. And then at 67, you're kind of golden, right? And there's no big changes that you suspect. Like at age, if I have you work till you're 60, there's nothing else in this plan that I need to know about, right? No, there's not. I I forgot to mention that we do have some 40,000 in I bonds and another 30,000 in cash and savings. So great. If you keep working for five years, and again, Presuming that out of your 150, you don't even have to save so much money. I mean, I love that you're using the Roth now. Are you? Are all new contributions going into your Roth at this point? They are. Great. And you're putting in right now the maximum plus the catch-up, like 27000 total into that Roth? Correct. Okay. And is there any other saving that you're doing just in addition to that? Or is it just sort of like, well, if I have a good year... And it's 200, not 150. I'll throw money someplace else. Is that kind of how it goes? Yes. Okay. That's great. I mean, I think, uh, obviously, I just want to kind of beef up your joint account more than anything else, because I do want to make sure that you have access to money at 60. Between ages 60 and 67, we are going to have to draw some money down from these assets. And there's nothing wrong with that. We're setting it up so you can do that. But if you say to me, like, Wow, I, I I thought it was one fifty, but it's actually been two hundred for the few next few years. Then I would put that extra money into the non-retirement account because again, it, it's just like that weird period where you know the pension will begin, Social Security will not, but you're in good shape. Uh, if you're asking me whether you should call it quits right now at age fifty-five, I'm not so keen on that. Like you definitely have a lot of money, but it would really necessitate if you said to me. Uh, you're trying to protect yourself. Like I'm worried that they'll do something and I'll lose my job. Then first of all, 
in that case, does that push up the pension? In other words, sometimes when a company lets you go, that triggers the pension almost immediately. Is that the case or do you, is it always 60? I think it changes depending on the Yeah, I scenario. think so too, because I have a feeling that if they were to say like, you're out of here, Bennett, I think they have to start paying out on the pension. So that gives you a little bit of security. If you told me you hated it and you're like, I can't do one more day, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Then I would just say, well, from 55 to 60, I really would want you to make some money to just cover those expenses. You know, so if even if you said, I'm not going to make 150, you're a salesperson. I'm a salesperson. I love salespeople. So that means that, you know what, you're just going to do something and make 120 grand a year, even if it's like, oh, you're going to go sell cars. I don't know what else you sell right now. But like, if you could sell anything and you can make that money that you guys need, that nine grand a month, then I think you're in really good shape. It wouldn't even necessitate you saving that much more. Although, I mean, I, it, it would be nice, right? But I think other than that, you're, you actually, this, this is a good plan. I mean, I, I'm reading the end of your email. So I have a little bit like two to four years, like, you know, if you did it, if you left in a couple years and then you could make some money, there's probably a way to piece it together. It's just not going to feel quite as comfortable. You're not going to have that same security. So if you could get another job and you're making a hundred grand a year and you're kind of like, all right, I mostly cover my expenses, maybe not a hundred percent, but pretty close. That would be good. That would be better for me or make the old lady start working. You know, I'm done. I've done this for 40 years. Your turn. How does she feel about that? Um, probably not so good, but all right, well, then I don't want to make we, we could try it. We could try it. What are, what are your opinions on long term care insurance? Yeah. And I was just going to ask you about insurance. Um, so look, you guys probably, you don't have a huge long-term care insurance problem because you're going to have that pension. So, you know, if you told me that you have this million and a half dollars and a million dollar house, right? Let's just say that was all you had and no pension. There would be some risk for you guys. And the reason is that if one of you were to need some care, the other, the healthy spouse could be left with a much smaller nest egg at the end. But I think with the pension, you should be okay. You could look into maybe getting some long-term care coverage. Is it a benefit through work by any chance? Um, I don't believe so. I wouldn't go nuts. You, I don't really think you need it. I, I think that it, it's expensive and it will really drain a lot of the, you know, it's going to mean that you're going to be paying like another one or two grand a month. And then all of a sudden we're at 11 or $12,000 a month that we need pre-tax. You know what I mean? I, I don't think it's probably worth it. How's your health? Oh, good. Excellent. Yeah. Well, stay mm -hmm. healthy and don't bother me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, how about life insurance? You have any of that? Uh, we have, we have quite a bit of that couple million, I want to say. In term life insurance or whole life? I get those two confused. The one that is the cheap kind, which just goes away after a certain term is up. Okay. Term. It's term. It's term. Okay. And then some through my employer. Okay, good. How about those estate documents that you knew I was going to ask about? I knew you were going to ask about that. We have those in order. I do have a question about that. The last time we did those was 20, 20 years ago. And do those need to be refreshed? You know,
know, it's probably, it's probably worth it because I'm sure that the thrust of those documents is guardianship for your kids. And so it wouldn't be a bad thing just to have somebody take a little look-see and update it because estate laws have changed. And um, importantly, there could be some specific changes also around how you want to talk about your healthcare proxy and your durable powers of attorney. So I'd have someone look at it after 20 years. I, I usually say, you know, maybe every five years or so. So yeah, that would be a good thing to do. Bennett from Colorado, I'm coming to visit. Uh, good luck. Let us know how it goes. And uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, really enjoy your podcast. Thank, thanks to both of you. Mark, our first post-Parisian call. How'd I do? Okay. Didn't skip a beat. Like riding a bicycle with all of my friends around me for 275 miles. Just kidding. Uh, listen, if, if you're listening to this and you've got a question, a few things just to remind you. First of all, as always, the longer you work, the better your numbers are going to be. I, I apologize for in advance for saying something so obvious, but you guys know that. You just like to hear me say it. Uh, the next thing is that if you are really considering some sort of transition, we would love to hear from you. I think that there's more and more people who are really starting to think about this. So if that's you, then do give us a holler. Go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Let us know if you'd like to come on the air, just like Bennett from Colorado. And while you're on our website, do subscribe to the Jill on Money free weekly newsletter every single Friday. Mark does such a good job with that. All right. Uh, leave us a rating and review on Apple and try to lift someone up today. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.